What is up? Coming to you from a different angle this week. Live from the Cat House in Montebello, California, it's time for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. The Monday edition, the October 19th edition, episode 196. What is going on, everyone? We're, you know, running our usual lateness, you know, because I have to drive from Orange County to here and then get everything set up, and, you know, it's, it's, it's chaos. But in a few weeks, uh, there, there might be less chaos, as I will be. My wife and I and our little baby will be moving a lot closer to my job, so I, I might be able to be on exactly at 8 p.m. We'll see. You can't predict things. And in case you're wondering, why, why, why am I such a... Why do I have a water cooler on my side and a little baby food chart over my other shoulder? I'm doing this in a different room of the house because uh, the baby is asleep right now. And I am very loud. Even though previous attempts where I've tried to ASMR, I, I feel like I always get that wrong. ASMR, ASMR. ASMR, thank you, honey. Uh, ASMR, I tried to do that. No, I, I can't keep my volume, especially if I get excited. Uh, I, I, I tend to just get loud. And no, we don't want my voice to, to wake up. The, the dude is asleep. You don't want to wake up a sleeping baby. Unlike. Dodger fans last night. I yeah, yeah. If you're if you're not aware, uh, especially if you're living in the Los Angeles area, uh, the the Dodgers were playing last night, and they advanced to the World Series, which uh, uh, that's that's great, awesome. Yeah, as a passive Dodger fan, I don't want to say I'm a former. I'm I'm a passive Dodger fan. I still I support them from afar. I don't invest my emotions like we talked about last week. Uh, I'm not investing my emotions and, and waiting for heartbreak. But uh, we didn't even need to have the game on, as many of my friends also pointed out on Facebook. You don't need to have the game on. All you had to do is wait to hear the fireworks go off, which personally I think was a little premature. Let's see, like the week before when the Lakers won the championship, that was a little bit more justified. I, yes, they, 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 they finished it. It was over. They got their title. Fireworks. The Dodgers merely advanced to the final round. I, I un, unless all these people in Los Angeles, East LA, had, I guess they have a surplus of fireworks and firecrackers or whatnot. They're like, oh, let's just pop them now. Yeah, I, I feel it's a, in, in my mind, it's a little pr a premature celebration. You, you don't celebrate a national series championship. You you celebrate when you win the actual World Series, which they were cheated out of one, and I guess technically cheated out of the other, and. I guess this year it, it should be quote unquote fair after all the baseball cheating that's been going on. So we'll see how that goes. I again, I, I will I will watch from afar. I will watch through my Twitter feed and my Facebook uh, feed as as I see everyone else react to it, and I'll be like, oh okay, that's what's going on right now. Okay, cool, good for you guys. I have to put this baby to bed because that's what. Yeah, speaking of what, yeah, last night all those because the, the the baseball game went kind of late into the night. You know, just after we had put little baby tiger to bed. And so, yeah, literally, I think it's literally our neighbors here. Like, there, I think there was someone literally like two houses down who was just celebrating the 4th of July on October 18th and just firing them off. Boom, 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 boom. And my wife and I were over here in the, in, in the dining room trying to enjoy a nice meal. And then we hear, through our little baby monitor, we hear a little tiger. Clearly woken up by the friggin' war being declared on the sky. And I was like, oh my god, I'm that parent now. I'm that dad. I, uh, I'm getting pissed off at all these dumbasses disturbing my baby boy. Uh, 
I, I reacted to someone else's Facebook uh, status update w with that. And then one of my friends was like, oh, you never thought you'd be that guy, right? And I was like, oh, the only thing worse than waking up a sleeping baby is waking up a cranky toddler. <laughs> Which I'm sure that's probably what happened to my friend. She has a, a little two-year-old, a year-and-a-half or two-year-old boy who I'm sure was also woken up by the crazy, excessive... Premature, in my opinion, celebration. They, they save the celebration for a World Series championship. Should the Dodgers be so fortunate to pull that off? If uh, what's his face, Clayton Kershaw, can throw the ball correctly, because uh, he has shown that he cannot do in baseball. There you go. That, that's your baseball analysis for for, for from from me in 2020. It's uh, I'm going to keep it a little bit in sports. It, sports video games. So, something came out today in, in the news in regards to the, the new uh, NBA 2K21 that, that's out currently for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and it will be out for PS5 and Xbox Series X later uh, this year. Uh, apparently, 2K has added uh, unskippable ads, I guess, a bit where there would normally be some loading screens before you enter into a game. Uh, there's ads now, and you cannot fast forward through. And then the ads take longer than the actual loading screens. Obviously, uh, NBA, uh, the, the 2K Sports is, is clearly selling off ad space within the games over the internet, and clearly everyone's losing their GD minds right now over this development. Uh, I, I would, if I were a person that played NBA 2K21 or NBA 2K series, I, personally, I. I think the last time I tried was when Jordan was on the cover, and I just didn't have fun with it at all. You set on the highest difficulty, and the computer never misses. You set on the lowest difficulty, and it's like, oh, okay, you're just playing against a bunch of blind people who don't know how to hold a basketball. There's no happy medium to just play the game for funsies. But yeah, it, it, it really sucks. A, a few weeks ago, apparently, the, the, the new UFC game from the competitors at EA Sports, they tried to pull the same stunt where all the replays had ads in them. Much like if you're watching UFC actually live, there'd be some ads here and there. They tried to do that same thing. Oh, get the authentic experience of the UFC while you're playing a video game. We'll just insert some ads here and there. I'm like, no, this, this replay in the match you're doing is brought to you by Budweiser or whatever. And in-game advertisements is just so weird. because I, I remember years ago, Back when I was working at, at, at Game Stuff, no, not GameStop. Game Stuff. If you if you're familiar with the you know San Gabriel Valley, it was this really cool video game store that was featured in the back of every uh, issue of EGM. They had a big old ad in the, in the ad section. It was a cool store. And I, I remember I was sitting there playing World Series Baseball on the Sega Genesis, and then they they'd read off the well. Back then there was no licensing or advertising. So they have a bunch of fake ads. I remember turning to someone, you know, however young I was, you know, whatever high school age, I was like, you know, one of these days, I bet they're gonna put a whole bunch of real ads in these games. You, you, you see if people will pay to put advertisements in these games. And I think one of my coworkers thought I was crazy. Like that's so. Who's gonna pay to be advertising a video game? And then fast forward 20 plus years, and oh look, there's all sorts of companies willing to put their brands all over games, and even now. Uh, developers and publishers are happy to force these down our throats. Now, 
ads in games, it, it's something that's commonplace now. It, it's usually commonplace in games that are quote unquote free to play or pay to win. You know, uh, these phone games. If, you, if, you, if you're not paying for the game, then you have to pay for it in some other way, or you have to sit through ads to get content. Uh, I, I go through that occasionally with we'll some of the games that I play on my phone. I have to eat a 30 second ad just to get some free stuff. But if you're paying $60, or when this comes out on PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X, you're going to have to pay $70. You're playing for a full game, and then you still have to sit through ads. That's where I think there's a, there's a disconnect there. If there was a free-to-play version of NBA 2K where it forced ads upon you, that would make more sense to me. Therefore, encouraging you, like, hey, you're playing this free one. Here's a bunch of ads. You want to get rid of the ads? Pay us more money. But the, the, I think somewhere along the line, the, the, the 2K lost the plot on this and decided, hey, let's just sneak in some ads while they're waiting to start the game. It's like, mm. uh, it's an unskippable two-minute ad when maybe there's a minute load screen. That extra minute is an insult to anyone who's paid full price for your game. It's, a, it's like, oh, we didn't get enough money out of you the first time, so we're going to cram some ads into this just to torment you some more. Um, the, the video game industry is very, very dumb. I, I, I constantly, all these companies, like, they, they, do, they make decisions that are counterproductive, that, that just simply serve to just, instead of making the experience better for the end user, it, they keep finding ways to make it more annoying, or try to take more money, or just, they, they, there's something that works and they take it away, uh, i.e., whatever, right now, the, the, the user face, the user interface that was shown by Sony this past week, they tried to show, oh, this is what your PlayStation 5 experience is going to look like. And uh, one of my good buddies, uh, Clifton, from our, from our big gaming groups, was pointing out, like, why do they do this? So, like, they have a great user interface, and they decide, oh, let's just do it backwards. Let's just make it worse. And it's like, and I, this and I was like, oh, there is an executive who's paid somewhere to think of ideas to fix things that are not broken. That's literally just trying to justify their existence by, like, oh, hey, well, we can improve this. We can make it better. Like, no, it's you have something that's already streamlined, something that's, that, that works inherently. But there's always someone, you know, hey, they want to reinvent the wheel. Like, oh, we can do it better. I need to justify my crazy salary, so I have to come up with some crazy ideas. Let's implement these because I have a salary that's unjustifiable. And then, then that's, that's corporate America in a nutshell. But now that... Uh, the majority of games are either massive corporate AAA games or independent, you know, free or cheap games. There's no middle ground anymore. We've lost the the the. Uh, I, I was reading some stuff where like the video game middle class has, has disappeared in the last ten years because there used to be you know you know you have your giant games that are big budget. There used to be stuff in the middle where like okay. These have an above-average budget. They have a good team. They have your normal marketing. You go back and you look at your PlayStation 2 or your GameCube or, or your original Xbox. And yeah, there was a lot of middle-of-the-road games that were, you know, some people became really big fans of or they, they just they existed there. Or uh, another example I should make, like EA had, you know, it, I, as much as we lambast them, uh, I, I think that they were at their peak during that, you know, that 2000 one to about 2006 era right there I mean, when they like, they had their big ass games oh they put out their 
their, their, their Maddens and their FIFAs and whatever, big money makers, and they kind of felt they had all their licensed games, which I kind of feel like the licensed games kind of filled up that middle. Like, they were kind of big budget, you know, when they were making those Lord of the Rings games or they were making the Burnout games. It, they, there was a middle, quote-unquote, a video game middle class of games. Like, oh, not, not independent, you know, quirky weird, but not gigantic. There was a lot of fun stuff in the middle. Like, uh, the, the one I, I think I keep mentioning that there was a like, James Bond game that not Goldeneye. There was this game called Everything or Nothing that, that came out, I think, around uh, 2003. And it was, again, an original James Bond game. It was supposed to be very much like a movie. Like, Willem Dafoe was the bad guy. Uh, you know, Shannon Elizabeth was the, the Bond girl. And they had, they had an original song. I forgot who sang. They had a, they had a song specifically for it. Uh, and, uh, it was an awesome game. It wasn't just a super duper like big advertisement, but it was cool. I I, I, I rented it from work and I enjoyed it. And I, I, I see it every day at work. I'm like, oh, one of these days I'm gonna buy it again. Uh, well, I never bought it before. I'm like, oh, I need to add that to my collection. I was like, but then the logic part is like, you know, I, I played through it that one time, but will I play it again? Unlikely. <laughs> it's like I, I would just I purely buy it just to be like, oh. There's the game. I remember that game. I, I, I like that game. It was really good. Is there nothing going on with... Like, no one is joining us here today. There's like no comments. But alright, I can keep going. But yeah, it's just, I, I don't understand what's going on with it, it, this video game. The People keep saying, oh, the video game business is bigger than it ha it's ever been. Yeah, because you know, Activision only puts out a couple games a year. They put out Call of Duty, and they put out a couple other things. They, they put out Tony Hawk, and they, they, they re-release a few Crash games here and there. They put out Crash 4, and then that's it. There's nothing else coming out from them. There's there's no other stuff. There's like, You have to rely on the, a lot of smaller publishers now. Like At work, we work with this uh, company called Merge Games, and, and I feel like they're one of those people who are like trying to be a little bit more than an indie developer. They're trying to put out stuff. I mean, they, they, they're responsible for Streets Rage 4, which we talked about previously. They have a bunch of other really cool games that I've, I've seen. And I, and I feel maybe I'm a little biased. I say, oh, these are really cool games because, oh, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that we exclusively sell at, at our job. But I, 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 there's not a lot of developers who are trying to do that. Or tr they're just trying to crank out. who are trying to crank out some quality stuff that's at an affordable price. Where they're not asking for, oh, we need 60 bucks for this game we just crapped out. It's like these people are like, oh, you know, these games are like 40 to 50 bucks. And, you know, we, we try to, you know, people who love games are trying to make these cool games. So it, it's, it just, it's just rough. I mentioned independent games earlier. Uh, this one independent game has taken the world by storm of... Uh, it, it, this game, I, I'm sure you've if you've seen memes or if you go on YouTube or you watch Twitch at all, everybody's playing this game called Among Us. Uh, it, it's 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 everywhere right now. You you can pay to play for it. You can play to pay it. <laughs> pay to play it on, on PC. I'm bad at English right now. You can buy it on PC, but you can download it for free on, on your mobile device. Uh, that, like I was talking about, circle back to what I talked about earlier. They offer it for free on your mobile, but after the end of every match, you have to sit through like a 10-second or 15-second ad. Which, me, I'm perfectly happy with that. Like, I'm more than fine with uh, sitting through an ad. Uh, but the weird thing about this game, 
Uh, it, it, it's this, uh, you know, uh, I saw a great description earlier, and I can't remember who it was. Uh, uh, it's like some you, you detect. It's like a like mafia or or werewolf or or some party games you've played with people at you know at drunken parties where you try to figure out who the killer is. Who done it? A who done it? Uh, it's a cyber who done it. You have to de detect. You have to use clues, context clues. Yeah, basically everyone has to lie. Whoever is the 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 actual killer is lying their ass off to you, and everyone else is sus suspicious and. Uh, the game is like ruining friendships and relationships because then suddenly you realize you cannot trust this person. Like, oh, this person lied to me for a whole, several games. Like, the, they, I totally didn't think they were the killer. And then here, and then you, you see them. In the, the What's it called? Among Us. Because ah. there is an imposter among us. Oh. Uh, you, you, you can set all the rules beforehand. It, it's usually about like six to ten people can play. And you can set there's one imposter or two imposters. Mm -hmm. And then in really you. Because all the, the other people, you have tasks. Because the, the ship is, like, falling apart, and all the people, you have tasks to, to, to fix the ship. Mm -hmm. But then there's an imposter who's, like, an alien or something who, <laughs> is, who their goal is to kill everyone. <laughs> and it's also, it, it, it's also kind of entertaining. Like, you can sabotage the ship as well. Because that, that's another way you can win the game as well. Oh, you can go uh, break the oxygen tank, and if they don't fix it within 30 seconds... They lose that the the crewmates lose and the imposter wins. Oh, the imposter achieved his job. He killed everyone. But what's fast? I've played it a few times on my phone, and uh, playing with strangers is not ideal. Especially uh, you're just doing it via text chat, and then there's a bunch of strangers, a bunch of weirdos. And I, I found that playing it like that is not fun. I think the, the probably the most well, the the ideal way to play it is obviously to play with your friends. Uh, you get a bunch of friends via Zoom or via Discord or via whatever. Uh, I was talking to some of my Destiny buddies because I, I, I logged back into PlayStation for the first time in almost two years uh, this past weekend. And there's, oh yeah, they, they, they'll play Among Us on their phones and they'll do it via a PlayStation 4 uh, party chat. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But what I've been doing, I've been watching a lot of Among Us on YouTube. I've been I've been personally obsessed of like just watching the game because Seeing a group of friends or a, or a group of coworkers or all play together, watching them accuse each other, get mad at each other, uh, try to figure out who the killer is, uh, who, who who is lying the best, who who is the the, the, the betrayal, where like people like start accusing each other, because uh, the way the the games break down, it's like oh, you wait and see how because you're not allowed to talk during the during the during the part of the game where you're you're running around the ship, you're not supposed to talk because. Obviously, that would ruin the game. Like it would, would take all the suspense out if, like the if the killer is like <laughs> after they kill someone. <laughs> that that's actually happened in one of the, the streams I was watching. There was a bunch of the all elite wrestling. I've been watch, I watched the all elite wrestlers, all of them play. I watched a bunch of WWE, NXT uh, wrestlers all play together. They've been they've been doing it because a lot of them they have a lot of free time. Like we talking about, they're a bunch of streamers in their free time. And it, it's just been hilarious to watch them because you know, it's, it's funny because of the relationships between all the all of them because you know they are they are friends or something they kind of oh, barely know each other and they're, just, they're jumping online via via Discord and then you see uh, or that they have a they have a Zoom set up uh, I think up up down down like Xavier Woods and, uh, and his crew they I think they put in the bet the probably the best edited video I've seen because uh, some of the other videos like the the AW, AW people. 
they have a, they'll just have it from their perspective, or I, I can watch uh, Brandon Cutler's perspective, or I would watch uh, Miro or Rusev, as uh, you might know him. Like he showed his perspective for what he streamed on Twitch, and I was watching some of the the, 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 the uh, NXT wrestlers, uh, the, the best roommates ever. They, uh, Mia Yim, uh, Jessamyn Duke, um, uh, God, why can't I remember all their names? Uh, Dakota Kai and uh, uh, Shayna Baszler. It's so funny because you, you see their personalities on on the show. Like when you see them on NXT, they're all like badasses or crazy angry or you know they're all most of them are, are bad guys right now. But then when you see that they're playing among us, they're just hilarious. It's like, uh, like the, the one that surprised the most is Shayna Baszler, who like who just seems to be just a antisocial, you know, mean person who barely says anything. I mean, WWE, she's just uh, the the funniest imposter where she's just rolling around trying to kill everybody and then it's like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I saw so-and-so over there. I saw Duke over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it was RJ. RJ was following me. I was like, no, and then like, you're watching it. You know, I was like, no, you're such a liar. <laughs> you're ducking in the vent and coming out and, and killing people. It's just uh, seeing, uh, watching the uh, social interaction between other people. I, I have found that much more fascinating than actually playing it myself. Uh, I, I think that probably is ideal for me because I am a terrible liar. I, I'm sure if I was playing the game with friends and I was the imposter, I would be sniffed out instantly because I would do, I would say something stupid that like, oh no, I, I, I was, I was not in the wire room. No, I was, I was over in navigation. Pressing the buttons in navigation, and you're like, nope, it's Drake. Vote him out. It'd be instantaneous with voice chat. Because <laughs> I, I'm a terrible, terrible liar. I, I that it's the, the, that, that good Catholic upbringing, upbringing of being. Oh, I'm I'm averse to lying. I, I have a horrible poker face. Every every poker tournament I enter, my friends' uh, little like birthday parties, I just get cleaned out real quick because I'm like, ooh, I, I, I like you tell Drake has good cards fold. I'm like, I can't hide it on my face. Oh, you got crap. I'm like, I guess I'm going to fold Terrible poker face. Which is a great... I'm not sure my wife loves the fact that... I, yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. not, not a great poker face. I'm not, I, I am not built to lie. So I think I, I would be a terrible Among Us player. I, I, I would not be savvy enough to, to get away. It's because on the, the WWE or Up, Up, Down, Down... One of the one of the guys, uh, Adam Cole, or as he's known on the on the channel as Chugs, he is very much like me. Where he's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, it's Cole. Throw him in the airlock, <laughs> and then you see Chugs was an imposter. <laughs> it's like he gives himself away every time. <laughs> Each time, like he, it's cool because you're randomly selected as the imposter. Like, any any time I've played, I think I've played maybe about a total of like ten times. I've just been a crewmate. I, I've never been an imposter. I, I never had the, the joy of having to sneak up someone and press the kill button. <laughs> it's funny because I, I think I love the animation whenever like someone actually gets the, the, the music and then the, the animation. This, this sound is like it's this betrayal. It's like, and then like the these little little fuzzy people or they, they're weird like little astronaut suits. And you just, they, they kill each other in weird and funny ways. It's like, oh, let's chop them in half. Bop him back in the head and shoot him on the ground. <laughs> like the the, the the imposter's head opens up and uh, like a tongue comes out and pops her head open. And just it makes me laugh every time I see it. I, I love watching from the uh, 
from the crewmate's perspective because I think as the as the imposter you don't see those animations as the imposter you just kill and run <laughs> the, the, the the fun little animations are only for the victims <laughs> which is very 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 weird but I guess as, as part of the gameplay uh, I think the, the funniest thing I saw was uh, is, is people are when, when you're the imposter it's, people are very selective they're like oh, okay I have to pick and choose the right spot I have to make sure I kill someone with no witnesses and uh, like I said, the, the, this wrestler, Shayna Baszler, she, they were all in a group, they were clumped in a group of five, and she killed one of them, and everything happened so quickly, nobody knew what happened. Like, wait, which one of them, because there's four other people there, one person's dead. Who killed them? It's like, wait, we, we couldn't see the animation, because there's just a bunch of clumped up little astronaut people. All of a sudden, you just see, bloop. And like, only the person who died gets to see that animation of, of who killed them. Like, if the person who died, well, it'll show you. It's like, oh, okay, what color, like, what color astronaut, you know, ripped your head off. And then, the, and then, and then per the rules, you're supposed to mute. Once you're dead, you can't say anything. You can't just be like, it was purple. No, you have to, like, oh. Uh, and, like, oh, like I mentioned earlier, the best edited, like, the best edited one was up, up, down, down, because they showed everyone on Zoom. I guess they couldn't see each other. I guess only the, the the editor was able to see all eight screens of all the people playing at once, and then they they were controlling. I, I think that's why they had played a few weeks ago, but it took the the, the editor probably a couple weeks to put it all together, and it made sense when you actually sit and watch the video. It's masterfully edited. It's it's I mean it keeps hopping back and forth between different people's perspectives. Like sometimes right away it wouldn't show you who the killer was. It just kind of leave you in suspense. Until someone actually went down and you actually see them get killed on the screen. You go, oh, it was Woods. Oh, it was Breeze. Ah. <laughs> it was me again. Yeah, she's like one of the best imposters because she apparently has like no conscience whatsoever. She will stay quiet. She stays out of the way. She waits for someone else to accuse someone else and then she'll jump in on that. Like, oh, yeah, it was Swiss. I saw him. He was, he was in the weapons room. <laughs> I saw him walk towards there. Yeah, it's just, it's an amusing game. It's, it's a great social experiment. But whenever something like this blows up, I always find it, it is very much like a social experiment or like a little Petri dish of, of what everything, of everything that's going on. Okay, can we trust each other? Where it was like a few years ago, like three years ago, the Pokemon Go, ah, everyone's going outside and walking and looking for Pokemon. Even people who, had, you know, probably had no idea what a Pokemon was, but it was nice you'd go outside and you'd see all these other people. Like There'd be hundreds of people at a local park just because, oh, there's a bunch of grass Pokemon over here. Or they, a bunch of people going off to the pier. There's water Pokemon nearby. So like this, though, I, I think it's uh, emblematic of our, of our current pandemic situation. Everyone's just trapped at home, and I'm not sure who to trust. Uh, <laughs> are you an imposter? Do you have the virus? It's a. I feel it's a. It's a microcosm of how we're currently living right now. <laughs> I. It, it just. Uh, it, it's insane. Yeah, because I. I, I keep, I feel like I keep cutting myself off. That's this is where like I need someone here. I yeah. Anyone who wants to volunteer to jump in via, via Skype, please uh, let me know if uh, if you want to jump in on Skype next time next week. Uh, we we have the Wi-Fi here. We can we can I can pull it off now. We can, we can do the thing. I lost my train of thought. I had a thought and now it's gone.
<coughs> well, I was going to... Wow, I don't even remember what I was going to talk about. That's just one of the... T- today is one of those days. Yeah, because yeah, uh, there, there's no... I don't know if I just can't see the comments, or there's no comments today. No one is talking. There's very few people watching. Uh, if you're a live viewer, thank you for thank you for hanging in here. Man. Alright, uh, oh, that's right. I totally forgot. I had something else prepared. I had a prepared thing I was going to talk about, and I was building towards it. So, uh, this is a very video game heavy episode today. And this is something uh, I, I, at, you know, at, when I get home, a lot of times, the reason why it takes a while to jump on live, because I'm, I'm quickly doing research, because Monday, when I'm at work, Mondays are our busiest day. We're trying to re- we're not open on the weekends as a video game distributor. So we have a bunch of orders backed up from the weekend because the people who sell video games, they, they, they don't rest. We do. We take the weekend off. We're like, psh, we only come in on, on the weekends in December. So usually I can't do the research during the day on Monday. I have to like do the research literally 15 minutes before the show airs uh, live. But I found this awesome article where there was a study that said kids who play video games have enhanced brain function as adults. Fascinating. According, yeah, kid, playing video games helps kids develop brain function and improves cognitive response well into adulthood. This is hilarious. Because, uh, 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 you know, growing up in the 90s, we were, co- we were constantly told, oh, video games are going to rot your brain. Video games, you know, yeah, like... Playing all the violent games will make you more violent. There's a, the, got several politicians wave that flag. They try to blame all of society's ills on video games. Oh, the the, the Nintendo and the Sega are gonna ruin children. Nah, motherfuckers. It's pro- a, a study. I, I, I'm sure people can find their own information, but here, this, uh, well, hmm. So I should have read this before. According to research by the Entertainment Software Association, the ESA, these are the same people who uh, who run the Electronic Entertainment Expo. So, e, yeah. More than half of adults in the U.S. play video games, which is not surprising because you know cell phones. People have other phones. Let's see, a new study. Oh, maybe the study came from someone else. Oh, the open science. Oh, it's from a open science platform. So it's not from the ESA. They just got the data from the, the, the more than half of adults play video games. A new study demonstrates that playing video games at a young age can help children develop brain functions and have more cognitive response. The process of game of game boosts kids' memory and increases their spatial awareness in 3D space. Youngsters learn to react faster to any possible changes, which also travels further into an adulthood. What's even more impressive is that those who have never played video games before can actually improve their cognitive response functions by simply opening themselves to the world of video games. I think that's where like all the uh, all the grown-ups who played Wii from uh, 2006 to 2010, they probably uh, helped a lot of grandmas and grandpas and moms and dads probably help their brain function, and they didn't even know it by playing a little Wii Sports. While the first significant changes might not be observed, the process of regularly playing helps improve brain function in adults and bring it on par with those who played as kids. I, I'd like to think I, I've been playing video games since uh, what 
88. I'm trying to think when I got my hands on my first NES. I was like in third grade. <laughs> so about 88, 89. I, I, I've, been, I've been playing games in some way, shape, or form. Has this helped my brain? Am I going to make sure my little boy plays? I mean, within reason. I'm, I'm going to have my little dude to sit and play Destiny all day like I used to. But... See, the positive impact of gaming is not limited to improving cognitive response. According to another study, playing games helps develop moral reasoning in youth. I, I yeah. Huh. However, mature video games with dangerous high levels of violence tend to decrease moral reasoning, ultimately making children more cynical and indifferent. Ah, that kind of makes sense. Uh, we, have, we have this entire generation of kids who've played GTA, so I'm sure they kind of don't care about crime. <laughs> But still, there's no direct correlation between playing games and becoming aggressive in everyday life. That's according to full-scale research based on almost three dozen studies concluded during the recent decade. Huh. It's funny. Well, while ridiculous efforts of trying to blame video games for all the sins of modern society steadily fail every now and then, actual scientific research has proved that gaming has an overwhelmingly positive impact on the physical and mental health of kids. Huh. Obviously, such a sensitive topic should always be approached with caution and control, as parental advisory cannot be ruled out. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, the source was Frontiers. I got this article from from Screen Rant. I, I, was, I was Googling. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, we gotta, gotta give credit here. We, gotta, we're, uh, we wanna be good journalists here. Uh, Screen Rant, it was a Dimitri Lopinov. The journalist who wrote this for, for Screen Rant here. I think it was, I think a bunch of the other, I, it's funny. Well, I guess a lot of these probably came out recently because I saw a lot of different articles from other gaming websites. But this is the one I decided to, to pull up and, and quote from. I think that's really cool. Uh, I, I like it when... Because, yeah, like I, like I mentioned earlier, uh, I felt like in the 90s and the 2000s, there was a constant assault on video games. Like, oh, especially after... Like, yeah, especially in the mid-2000s. When, when, when Grand Theft Auto was one of the best-selling games and they're trying to blame Halo and trying to blame uh, what, 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 the Golden Eye. I was trying to think was the predecessor to, to Call of Duty. Uh, call, causing kids, like, you know what? Increases their kids' ability to be social, especially now in this new age of being able to connect to other people via the Internet. Uh, I, I, I can personally say I, I made some really good friends playing Destiny for three years. My homeboys were... I got to reconnect with the other night via PlayStation Chat, but unfortunately, I couldn't join them in Destiny because I, my PS4 was all in disarray. I had to like all kinds of updates and who's or what's it. I, I tried popping in a different game. I tried popping in this weird game called No Man's Sky. And I was like, all right, cool. Let, let, me, let me do it about in this because this, this is a nice, you know, little exploration game. And I pop it in, and it's like, oh, it needs freaking X amount of updates. And I was like, ugh, modern gaming. And I was sitting there lamenting. I was like shaking my fist at modern gaming because uh, these last couple generations have been nothing but uh, system updates and status updates and freaking software updates, which many, many times, like, see, like, I, I let my PS4 sit there and just be a Blu-ray player for over a year and a half and popping all this stuff in. Ironically, I, I, I could play the original Destiny with no problem because Activision hasn't updated that, and neither has Bungie. I think it's just a, the weird uh, <laughs> child in that divorce. It's like, all right, we're just going to keep let this game exist. I mean, the servers are still up. 
if you have the game, if you have a, a profile, you can still jump in there until whoever decides to turn out the lights in the first Destiny game. So I, I was very surprised that the, there was a good number of people still playing the original Destiny. It's it's hilarious. I got I, I was dooting about an OG Destiny, and I I was getting I, I was standing around one of the lobbies, and people were messaging like raid, raid. So I have fully maxed all, all my equipment is maxed out. And then like raid, raid. I'm like, really? People looking for raids in Destiny One? That baffled me. Uh, that, that there's still so many people playing the original Destiny. I, it's like, yeah, I, I eventually settled on playing uh, Kingdom Hearts Three for a little while. I'm like, oh, I bought this early last year, early 2019. Uh, let's like, let's fire this up. And uh, after an hour of cutscene, 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 occasional fight, cutscene, cutscene, boss fight, cutscene, bigger boss fight, cutscene, 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 tutorial, cutscene, tutorial, cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. Finally, a save point. I was like, I remember why I can't do a lot of modern, <laughs> these modern games. <coughs> Good God, I couldn't get out of that. I was like, I was like, I gotta get to the next save point. I'm like, why isn't it offering me like, hey? Our old RPGs, like, oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Would you like to save right now? That way it'd give you kind of like, oh, here's a stop on this trolley. Would you like to get off the trolley? No, it kept me there for an hour. <laughs> because I'm like, I already made this much progress. I don't want to just throw it away. And I'm like, well, maybe, I don't know if I'm going to go back to the game. Maybe I should just throw away the progress. <laughs> These are the, the weird moral quandaries. Yeah, as a gamer, I cannot live with myself. Like, oh, I made progress. I can't just let that go to waste. But maybe I won't play this game again. I don't know. This, this, this kind of stuff drives me nuts sometimes as a gamer. It's like, because I've been doing this for so long. But then there's other games where, like, there is no progress. I don't know. Why do I keep going back to it? Heaven knows. I'm addicted. Helps my brain function, I guess. You know what helps us function? All of you guys who watch and share the videos. Remember, to follow us on Facebook. Follow, like the page on Facebook at Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Podcast. Follow us on Instagram as well at Podcast. Go to our YouTube page, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. I am posting a bunch of gaming videos now. I've been, I've been very focused right now on getting out these, you know, short, you know, 5, 10, 15 minute videos where I, you know, whatever free time I have here, now that we've got the Wi-Fi set up here at the cat house, even though we're going to be moving, the, the Wi-Fi will be coming with us to where we're moving to in Orange County. And uh, I've been I'm putting a lot of stuff up there. I've been uh, playing a lot of that Super Mario 35, which is, I, I feel it's hilarious. There, there's a video coming up that I, that I filmed the other day. Where I haven't put it up on, uh, on YouTube yet. It, it's on our Dre's Geek Philosophy gaming page. There's a separate gaming page. Sorry. Facebook had me make it for, for gaming, for gamer creators. Uh, there's a video where I'm trying to play Super Mario 35 while holding my son. That was an adventure. And yes, I did die a lot. And quickly. While trying to play, trying to play Super Mario 35, a game that you cannot pause because it's an online battle royale game. Uh, trying to play with holding my son... Hey, yeah, live. It just—it's it, a hilarious nine-minute video. It'll be up on our YouTube soon. It's—it's—it's it's, it's up on our Dre's Geek Classic Gaming stream page. 
right now if you want to go watch it. It's it's pretty funny. Just listening to be like, no, don't grab the camera. Nope, don't grab the water cooler. No, no, nope. Because I was sitting right here, had all the, the camera set up right here to record it straight from my Switch, and it was just pure comedy. Yeah, check that all out. Uh, the YouTube page is getting a whole lot of content now. I've been able to put in a lot of work. I, I'm here and, and up to the midnight hour uh, making... I've been making graphics, I've been uploading, editing videos. Uh, be sure to check out our YouTube page. Give that a whole bunch of views, because that's how it works. Uh, I have to get to a certain point before we can turn that into a uh, something that we can monetize to help keep this going along. If you do want to help us another way, monetarily, we do have a Patreon. We have three awesome patrons. We have you know Daniel Wong, Art Solorio, Ryan Tanaka. Those guys help keep this uh, this boat afloat uh, with, with their patron uh, contributions we are able to cover all of our hosting fees for our podcast but we can expand more if there's more people like you who want to help out even as little as a dollar a month you, you can, uh, can help contribute to help us grow help us get more equipment uh, get more games like I said I've said this before if we get the point where I can start using the the, the patreon money and if we start getting YouTube, I can put that into the channel. We're like, all right, we'll buy games. And once I've done the games, I'll just give them away to, to viewers who are patrons, to, to, to people who, who actively contribute to help us. We will give back to you. We will give back to you, the people. That That's the long-term goal here. We, we want to do stuff. My wife was already talking about, hey, look, look, we should organize some, uh, some events once we're able to have events in the future, <laughs> at some point in the future. Uh, organize some like uh, gaming events or tabletop events or some fun stuff because like my wife as we're gathering all our stuff up my, my wife is realizing I have a lot of tabletop stuff I have a lot of gaming stuff she's like we should have an event when we're able to start doing such things in the future so hopefully sometime in 2021 maybe we can do a socially distanced event of some tabletop gaming or some or some video gaming some portable devices who knows there's a lot of potential, but if you want to help us out, we welcome any help we can get, whether it's just you sharing the video. It doesn't have to be monetarily, just watching the videos, sharing the videos, sharing us, liking us on, on Twitter, liking our posts on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff, liking our videos on YouTube. Yeah, that's all it takes. I, 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 a, a part of me doesn't like to do all this shilling stuff here, but it's like, it, it's in my mind, it's not, it's not shilling. It's like, oh, help me help you we all help each other a rising tide raises all ships and we, we already have some awesome dedicated people but if we get more people then we can get bigger and do other fun stuff so thank you for watching we'll be back here next week uh be sure to check out our youtube channel there's gonna be more gaming videos going up as well i'm gonna try to share those back over here onto the main facebook page and thank you for watching we'll see you guys next time have a good one and if you're listening to the audio and you got this far, I'm shocked. Thank you for listening this long. We'll catch you next time.